0: Let's go, girls.
1: From New York City to Los Angeles, Powered Up with Beck and Franklin is giving women of all ages permission to live the life they've always dreamed of. Why live in black and white when you can choose the brilliance of 3D and Technicolor? Each week, Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin and their high-powered guests will be here to cheer you on, to share their challenges, their successes, and what they've learned along the way.
0: here on my desk, and I'm going to do it again this week, so my powered up from last week to this week has stayed the same, but I haven't lost my enthusiasm.
2: Okay, well, no, you can't lose your enthusiasm, and the great thing about exercising, or (laughs) the the pain in the ass thing about exercising, depends how you look at it, is consistency. You know so you have to it's I I mean even if you do it for 10 minutes it's be, uh, three or four times a week it's better than than doing it like for 2 hours once a week
0: See, and that's something i got to wrap my mind around. You know, after being a college athlete and a high school athlete where I'm used to doing two-hour workouts, it's hard for me to think about that as having value. You know, and you're right, a half an hour here or 10 minutes or 15 minutes here or there. But, you know, honestly, Karen, for the kids this week, um, I was only able to get two little workouts in, but they're better, they're back to school tomorrow, and I'm going to be back on the track.
2: Okay, well, that's great. I mean, everybody here in New York is sick. You cannot talk to a person that isn't uh, either got it, recovering from it, uh, and, and they're advising you not to go to hospital emergency rooms or anything because it is that bad. I mean, the, yeah. there is, there is, yeah, there, it's like an epidemic. There's just bad uh, germs, bad uh, viruses everywhere and different strains. So, it, it's, it, you know, you don't even want to go out. You want to just hide <laughs> under the bed.
0: Oh, my gosh. You know, well, it's only just starting to hit here on the West Coast. We've had, you know, a couple of kids down, and it's going through the schools, but uh, not nearly what we see on the news, uh, what's happening back on the East Coast.
2: No, it's been really crazy. And then last week, uh, for the whole week, we're in the big, big deep freeze. And then today we're coming out of it. We're in the 40s. Tomorrow we're going to be 60, and then we're going back into the deep freeze again. So, I mean, even if you get better, you don't have a shot. Because it, no, no. you know, you know, you just have to, you know, lay back and say, okay, I'm going to do my best, but you know, Mother Nature isn't working with me.
0: That's right. That's right. So let me ask you, since I crashed and burned on my powered up this week, what did you do to power yourself up for the for this week?
2: Well, you know, maybe I crashed and burned too. I'm not sure. I mean, I did go for my mammogram today, so. <laughs> That That's powered important. me up, and at least I got the worry over because, I, I, you know, I'm one of those people that a week before I, I start to think about it and work myself up about it and say, oh, my God, what if about it. and But I went. Uh, I was there at 8 o'clock in the morning, and um, I did it. And it's never pleasant, but it's done. And so now I don't have to think about it for another year. In fact she said my mammogram was gorgeous. I said, Gorgeous? She says, Yes. Yeah. She said, I, we showed the other technicians because it was just like the way you want it to be. I said, I practiced. I kissed her, I actually kissed her. <laughs> you know, I you know, that's that's good news. That's what you want to hear.
0: Well, I think you're gorgeous. Anyway, you play this Shirt on, shirt off, memorandums.
2: No. <laughs> well, you know, when they do that squeezy thing, it's like, whoa! You know, you just sort of hold your breath, look, see stars and say, please let it be over, please let it be over. You know, it's, I don't know. But I go every year because I've been going to, you know, probably for the last, my, you know, 30 or more years. So you just, once a year for 10 minutes ain't so bad.
3: Well,
0: I'm really proud of you because I think that uh, that's so important you know my mom's mammogram uh, that ultimately saved her life she did eventually die from breast cancer but was caught by um, the radiologist and actually that was the technician that came back and told the doctors to take a second look she really thought what she saw in my mom's scan was was dangerous and without that we would not have had uh, the treatment that extended her life uh, almost six years so I think you know they're so important that we get our mammograms on a regular basis.
2: Yeah, and you know I, I put it up on Facebook on my Facebook page, uh, Linda Franklin, and uh, telling them that I was going tomorrow and, and that I was nervous. And then of course everyone said, "Don't be nervous." And I get nervous too. And then there was several that were talking about I don't get um, I don't get the uh, mammogram anymore. I get like thermography. And it's painless and it's infrared and it's the most effective and and so this morning when I went, uh, to talk to my, uh, radiologist who I, you know, it's the same one for 30 years and that's why I go to to her because she's, you know, she's got such a great reputation. I asked her about it and she said useless. And she says, if you go for, um if you go for the thermography and it's, um negative, you have to take a, you have to take a, a mammogram anyway. And if it's positive, you have to take a, a mammogram anyway. So she says, you know, don't waste your money. She says it just, it, you know, all the research that she's done on it says no, the mammogram is still the best way. Uh, you know, I'm hoping that in the not too distant future, we find a better way. But for the moment, that's it. Well, you
0: know, as long as we do the best we can, that's really all we can do. Um, and I just, you know, I applaud you for getting your mammogram. I do my um, my annual tune-up uh, next week. I get everything done. I do all my OBGYN work. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I try to do it, the, like, almost the first month of the get an appointment because then it's easy to remember.
2: Yes, I, I usually do it in the – I do all the, that other stuff uh, probably in April you know the vaginal ultrasound I do that every year and and in the pap smear and and probably this year a bone density cuz I'm due for that and then hopefully all the fun stuff <laughs> all the fun stuff that we have to do but um I think we're going to have a fun show today because uh part of the fun stuff is is Uh, if if you're feeling good on the inside then hopefully it's going to radiate to to the outside and you're going to look as good as you can look you know it's funny this morning I was watching when I came back from the mammogram uh, having my breakfast I turned on the doctors you know that show on CBS and they had an anti-aging show on and so they had like three icons on uh, that are probably now in their 70s they had on Diane Carroll uh, Jacqueline Bissett who I always loved and Diane Cannon and they were talking about uh, you know, what do they do to, to look so young and blah, blah, blah. And, and um, basically, uh, it's all three saying, you know, they're focusing on their happiness, on their gratitude, on all of that, because the the inside translates to the outside. And I have to say, of all three, uh, probably um, Diane Carroll looked the best. Um Diane Cannon didn't look bad, but she's got those big, lippy lips that I don't really oh. like, you know. And then, um, Jacqueline Bissett doesn't look like she's had anything done at all. Uh, and she's still beautiful, but, but, um, she is, you know, she's wrinkly.
0: So, uh. Yeah, well, we, that's a, the thing I saw with Nicole Kidman today, you know, she said she wasn't going to do Botox anymore because of the side effects she had. The bunny lines. Her face.
2: Yeah. They're called bunny lines. Yeah. Yeah. If
0: you, if you I just, you know, I look in the mirror, Linda, and I see them growing. I see the Grand Canyon, you know, growing across my forehead and all these little fine lines on the side of my face. But I, you know, I'm at a loss to even know where to begin.
2: Well, there, you know, there, hopefully we can get some hints today. There, there is a beginning. And I really believe that you have to start taking care of your, your, your skin probably in, you know, when you turn 30. Uh, you just got, you got to do it. Otherwise you, you know, kind of pay the consequences later on. Yeah, I mean it's it's so difficult.
0: Um, you know, cuz it it seemed to me like all of a sudden from 30 to 40 um that my skin just made a big jump. Like I really didn't notice much change in my 20s. I didn't notice much change in my 30s, man. Turn 40, it's like, you know, father time just stamped all over my face. <laughs> well, you know,
2: and the kids and the work and everything else, you know, and That's true. and yeah, I mean life has a way of stomping on our face but I mean look at the president um you know how they age in four years and then eight years you know it's the stress
0: it is it is I can't imagine doing that job I know how awful I looked when I was going through my divorce and my mom was dying you know I just I just looked like I my head had shrunk up and you know like one of those apples you make it yeah you know in the fall you put them on the window sill and that was me oh, um yeah. but I We'll tell you. Once that stress left, once my mom passed on and my divorce was final, my face kind of plumped back up again, and you know my fingernails got better.
2: I don't know if well, that's possible. I, I think it. I think it's the whole, you know, stress and, and its effect on the hormone levels and and um, what it's doing to the. You know, I mean, it affects your whole body. So yeah, I, I really believe it.
0: Yeah, I mean, between my fingernails, my toenails. You know, I had heard people saying when they were under extreme stress um, that they their hair would fall out, but I really thought in my fingernails and my toenails getting brittle. I can only imagine what happened to my skin.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, all you have to do is look in the mirror. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it. You don't know, have to imagine I don't have to imagine day. it. Every day. Every day. Well,
0: I'm going to take us to commercial break. Uh, when you guys come back after the break, we are going to welcome Dr. Judith Hellman. She's our board-certified dermatologist from New York City, specializing in anti-aging skin care and treatments. She's also the associate professor of dermatology at Mount Sinai, and she's going to help us, Linda. She's going to make us beautiful and useful all-in-one radio show.
2: Oh, good. I have <laughs> lots
0: of questions for her. I do, too. I do,
1: too. So pick us up after the break. We've got lots more powered up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages.
3: You're listening to Toginet radio with a cutting edge.
4: We're
1: back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. I'm and
0: I'm here with Linda Franklin and today is our Anti-Aging Beauty Secret Special and we are going to bring on Dr. Judith Hellman. I've got my New York girls here today. Between Linda and Judith, I'm outpowered, but we just love New York and we love having um, New York doctors on because I believe they are some of the most fabulous specialists in the world. Uh, Dr. Hellman, welcome to the show.
5: Yes, hi, thank you. Can you hear me? I can hear you
0: just fine, just fine. Now, Dr. Hellman, you are the owner of a great website that has so many great uh, bits of information on there. Uh, I want to give your website out to our listeners first and foremost. It's such a great name, BigAppleSkin.com, like New York, the Big Apple, BigAppleSkin.com. Yeah, Um, thank you. I'm, I'm glad you like it. I do, I got such a kick out of it because most, you know, most medical sites are so kind of difficult and unwieldy, they're hard to spell, and this one
5: just was fantastic. Well, thank um, you, you know, it's kind of aimed at people, uh, kind, of, kind of being people friendly, so to speak. It's not, it's not aimed at doctors, it's aimed at patients, so uh, we try to make it uh, easy to understand and accessible.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. Well, when we knew that you were coming on, uh, we put together a list of questions from our team of experts, right, Linda?
2: Oh, absolutely. It's you know, there's nothing more experts. fascinating to us than, than, than all of these new treatments that are out there and what they can do for us.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: You know, so I, I, I'll just start with the first one, then You can jump in when you want. Um sure. I wanna, I wanna know what is the most successful treatment women can do, um for the sagging
5: skin on the face and around the jawline, is but you know what? I love this question because, in all honesty, one of the most uh, most common problems to pretty much everyone with aging is is that sagging. And our mothers, by our age, you know, used to have, like, three facelifts, and we don't want to have facelifts anymore. We don't want to have the knife anymore. And thank God, in the last 15 or 10 years or so, there were so many new treatments that came around. We we really have some great options. So I personally have a a little wonder machine called the Refurb, and it's called the Refurb ST because it's a skin-tightening machine. And it's a no downtime, painless treatment, believe it or not. And what it does, it kind of heats up the collagen in the skin. Now, the collagen is a little bit like, you know, the egg whites. It's a protein. So when you put heat on it, you know, it gets firmer. So what the treatment does immediately, it pulls up the skin and kind of gives you like a slight lift. And not only that, but after each treatment for an additional six months, your skin makes its own new collagen. So you get an immediate tightening, which is great before a big party or a big event. And we have people coming in for this on moments' notice. And it's also great because down the line, it still gives your skin that add that firmness that comes from the collagen production. So we love this. This is great for the face, it's great for the neck. It's great for pulling up the eyebrows, which in turn helps pull up the eyelids so that the eyes look more open and kind of fresh. And you can also do it in other body parts, but in all honesty, I think, you know, the biggest uh, effect, it's on the face and on the neck.
2: Uh, So this is not a laser. This is a special
5: machine. uh, This is a
2: laser-type
5: device, but it's really a, a combination of two technologies. That are infrared light and radio frequency, and it, it's a little bit too technical, but you could consider it kind of a laser-type device.
2: Um, and do you do it once, or do you have to keep on
5: doing it, uh, you know, on a regular basis? Well, if you just want to go to a great party tomorrow night and look your best, you can do it once. But if you want to really pull up the skin and help to help it stay that way, then you would want to come back maybe, you know, four to six times over four to six months. And occasionally when you need a little perk up for some special thing, then just whenever.
2: Okay. And, and the more you do it, the more um, it generates the collagen, so your your face, you can actually see a bigger effect.
5: Absolutely. And not only that, but it kind of holds up aging because aging, you know, comes over time. But when you re-firm the skin, it sort of turns back the clock a little bit. It, right. It's it's a very popular treatment. In my this is the wow factor, you know. This is I call it the wow treatment because I do half a face the first time, and I have the person sit up and take a look in the mirror, and they can see left treated versus right untreated, and they go like, wow. Yeah, I
2: like and, that instant.
5: Uh, that in, yeah. I
2: like instant gratification.
5: <laughs> Absolutely. So this is this is instant gratification. No pain, lots of gain.
2: It, it, can well, you? And, use- Oh, go, go
0: ahead, Sandra. Oh, oh, sorry. Um So because you're using your – you're, like, stimulating your own natural skin and your own natural collagen, you don't get that, like, rubbery, um, creepy look that, like – one of my friends got almost – she called it laser resurfacing, but they, like, burned her whole face, and she came off looking rubbery and red for, like, six months. So this type of oh, procedure,
5: you would just – it's just your own natural, sti- like, this skin. Is exactly. And, and you know what? There's no reason – you know, in 2013, to come out from any treatment and looking bad for six months—it's just the wrong thing to do. Okay. There are ways of, of getting to the same place without all that, you know, uh, bad look and suffering and whatever.
0: And, and is this that- similar to? I'm sorry, Linda. I just wanted to go on this train of thought. Um, I have an acupuncturist, you know, who works on my skin and my face. Is this mm-hmm. similar to that little roller? Like she puts this little pin roller along my sure, skin. She's sure, sure. supposed to stimulate it?
5: It actually is in a way similar because any kind of injury to the face, the face doesn't know, the skin doesn't know what you're doing. All it knows is whether it's heat or it's needles that it's being injured and the only defense it can put up is to make collagen to make up for the injury. It's healing itself. So, you know, uh-huh. if you're if, if you're into pain and suffering you may use the roller. If you like, you know, something <laughs>
0: it is painful. It if is you like painful. something painless
5: than immediate, then come over. <laughs> I'll be on the next plane. Refirm, refirm skin tightening. <laughs> yes. We wanna look, look beautiful without the pain. Absolutely.
2: Is there anything that we can do, and this is a tough one because this is a big problem area for women, and it doesn't necessarily only heavy women, but as we get older, our upper arms, um, they don't only get kind of, you know, some get flappy, but they also get crepey. And I I haven't found anything yet that seems to help with that. Is there anything that you can recommend?
5: The reason you haven't found anything because, in all honesty, there is nothing that really works for that area. The only thing that you can do is lots of, you know, bicep curls or tricep uh, exercises. Yeah. But, you know, once the skin gets kind of creepy there, there's really nothing that works well. Okay. And, you know, a lot of times you will go to people and they will take money and do treatments that, you know, just frustrate people. So so I think it's important to put your money, you know, into treatment that will actually get you something as opposed to, you know, just get you uh, a pep talk but no... Uh, no improvement
2: i uh, i couldn't agree more and 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 i don't and maybe they 'll come up with something that you know that will help with that besides exercise because the exercise doesn 't seem to do uh do enough, but so far it has not arrived yet <laughs> but no it's something no in all
5: honesty it really hasn 't you know if we can find well, something Mr. for that.
2: Is there any
0: point, and this is, you know, my own ignorance talking, is there any point in changing your diet to improve the look of your skin? You know, I I read some of these holistic journals, and they talk about, like, eliminating meat, eliminating salt, and how that affects your skin, and I don't know if that's just, you know their own you okay. know, natural point of view, or if there's any so, actual medical basis let for me it.
5: let me tell you what I tell my patients okay it's always great to have a great diet and you should eat lots of vegetables and lean protein, and you should be careful with alcohol and fats and all those things. But the truth mm-hmm. is, I really don't think it directly impacts the skin. The skin kind of is is an inherited uh, uh organ your skin will reflect what your parents' skin look like, and it will reflect your own hormonal and, and genetic makeup. Now, it is true that, you know, if you eat a lot of bad food, you will have all kinds of health issues, but I really don't think, you know, the skin primarily responds in any way to food. That doesn't mean you shouldn't eat right. It doesn't mean you shouldn't believe, you know, in, 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 in nutrition, but, but, but it's really not about the skin. Does it okay, respond to water? Now, again, you see, if if you're dehydrated in a desert, then drinking water will make your skin a whole lot better because, you know, if you're dehydrated, your skin kind of collapses. But if you live in a normal uh, climate, in a normal way, then drinking water is really great for you in general. But I don't think, you know, it impacts your skin per se.
2: Well, I'd love that you say
0: that, because the last time I flew to New York, I I landed in New York. I was taking my taxi, and, you know, and after a couple hours, my skin was so rosy and plump, and then I got back on the plane to Southern California. It took maybe three or four hours, and I felt like I just dried right up. I mean, it just sucks the water right out of your skin, other than hydrating.
5: It's it's true, because on, on the airplanes, you know, the air is very, very dry. So I tell you, you want to know what my own secret is on airplanes? Oh, I'd love to know. Okay. i tell you my personal secret. In my own skincare line, which I happen to use myself, there's a cream called Q10 Antioxidant. And it has Q10 in it, and it's an antioxidant, and it's a really wonderful cream. It's also extremely light. It gets absorbed very easily, and it doesn't plug up the pores. So when I go on a long flight, before I go to sleep, I put it on thick, like icing on a cake, and I go to sleep And when I wake up, you know, I look like a person and everybody else looks like a prune. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) So, this is my own personal secret and please don't tell anyone. No, but isn't it
2: true that the lack of moisture in the skin is, is what, one of the reasons that women get
5: wrinkles? But this is not moisture that you can replace by drinking water. No. Moisture in the skin is actually in the skin texture. And unless you're actually medically dehydrated, drinking more or less water is not going to truly impact it. But will impact it if you use the right moisturizer that will mm-hmm. penetrate the skin, uh, reestablish some of the moisture that's lost from the tissue. And the best, uh, uh, you know, substance for well, this is hyaluronic acid. There mm-hmm. are so lots of creams. And, for example, I have an eye serum that I use around the eyes, which we call plumping eye serum, which hyaluronic acid is the main ingredient because the minute you put it onto the skin it hogs water from the skin into the skin and from the environment into the skin but that's the only way to get moisture back into the skin is not how much water you drink okay wow
0: that's so good to know i've been like you know down in water right and left because with all the winter heat you know the dry heat that's coming in the house i thought here i'm making this big difference
5: Um, that is making a big difference but not in your skin
0: but not in my skin all right well i need to take us to commercial break um and we are With Dr. Judith Hellman, a board-certified dermatologist for New York City, Um, she specializes in anti-aging skin care and treatment, and um, she is also a professor of dermatology at Mount Sinai Hospital. Now, you can learn more about her and view her products, which I think are really cool. I enjoyed checking them out at her website, www.bigappleskin.com. Just like it sounds, New York, Big Apple. She's a New York-based. Uh, dermatologist and Linda I'm so happy that we had her on I feel like I'm getting younger uh, by the second when we come back from the break we're going to talk about some more anti-aging secrets
1: we've got lots more powered up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages
4: this is for all you girls about 42 tossing pennies into the
3: Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central on TogiNet is like coming home to warm, fresh-baked cookies, a hug from Grandma, or an enthusiastic greeting from your dog. Second Chances, hosted by Midge Noble, a licensed professional counselor, is affirming, warm, genuine, validating, and thought-provoking. Second Chances is a place to be heard, a place to laugh, a place to cry, and a place to be seen. For more on Midge and Second Chances, check out MidgeNobleSecondChances.com.
1: We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's some more powered up with Beck and Franklin.
4: This is for us.
0: Ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin, and this is Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. And we are so excited to have Dr. Judith Hellman, uh, board-certified dermatologist from New York City, on the show with us. We are covering a lot of different anti-aging and skin care treatments uh, for uh, women of our delicate ages. Right, Linda? We're just going to say it that way. Well,
2: delicate, uh, and they keep getting more delicate every day, de- every decade, right?
0: Right. Well, my skin has gotten so thin, Linda, you know, and I, I want to ask Dr. Hellman about the effects of stress, um, you know, Dr. Hellman, I buried my mother last year. I went through a difficult divorce. I'm a single mom with two kids. I swear, I feel like my my skin has gotten thinner, and even my fingernails and toenails, which I believe are part of our skin, um, they just seem to have evaporated up
5: to nothing. What does stress do to your skin? Well, you know, stress does something to everything in your body. Um, when people ask me, I always say, stress doesn't cause a disease or doesn't cause a condition, But stress makes everything worse. And, you know, I personally also went through a tough divorce, and I also have a kid whom I'm raising by myself. So I've been through the grinder myself, and, you know, I know the effects of stress. And and basically, you know, it just kind of... uh, you uh, releases all the stress hormones and 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 they kind of they kind of make you look like you you're burnt out, you kind of look tired, you kind of look down, you kind of look uh sallow you look you look like in the middle of the winter with no perk up and uh you know it's it's first of all you know the best treatment for that is to get out of the stress and I don't have a good prescription for that, but maybe you yeah. have one and <laughs> please share. To Ran, Dr. Holman ran only in Cancun. That's how. We yeah, exactly. It I was going to say a nice vacation can do wonders, but if you go on vacation, don't forget to take your sunscreens. Need I say? Right? Yeah. Shall we, Shall absolutely. we talk about sunscreens? Even in I the would winter. Love to.
0: I yes. would love to because I have no pigment whatsoever. I'm about as fair as you can be naturally. White, blonde hair, blue eyes, and no eyebrows, and just
5: absolutely no pigment. Well, so here is the thing, you know, it's, it's, you really, the best anti-aging substance, believe it or not, is sunscreen. Because even though we all love the sun from far away, we know now that it really affects the DNA in the skin, and whether you hate uh, wrinkles more or skin cancers more, you can get both. So, so, you know, sunscreens are very important. Going to tanning salons, you know, is a very bad idea, and I always ask people why they would want to pay for their wrinkles and skin cancers. And anything with an SPF of 30+, plus, anything with a UVA, UVB broad spectrum protection is important, even in the winter, whether it's New York or L.A. or anywhere else in the U.S. or even in the world. Another thing that is really
2: uh, very punishing to the skin, and I don't think a lot of women understand it, is smoking and drinking. And you, you're here in New York, and you see the young girls; um, they have, they can't smoke in the clubs that they go to, so they're outside on the sidewalk smoking, and they've got a drink you know, in their hands. And that seems to be the greatest form of entertainment these days is out drinking. They're they're thin as rails; they're not eating, but they it, certainly are drinking.
5: It's funny you should say that because, first of all, it's just so disgusting to walk by a building's entrance, you know, within a cloud of smoke, you trying to f- try to feel your way around, you know, where the door is, and and you know what what these young women don't understand two things. One is that one day they will get older and they will still want to look good, and you don't want to start out when you're fifty. You want to start out when you're twenty, and save your skin so that you look good later on. Now, smoking, we know that smoking constricts the blood vessels, and therefore when there's no blood flow, there's no life, not to the skin and not to other organs. So smoking is really, really, really bad for both the skin and some other parts of the body. Yeah. The good news is, there's a good news thing, though. If you stop smoking, they have done some studies that show that within 24 to 48 hours, the inside lining of the blood vessels relaxes. So the blood flow increases, and you start looking Better almost immediately. And as far as alcohol, I tell you, you know, it's a lot of fun to have one glass, but it's a dehydrating substance. It makes people lose a lot of water, and smoking and drinking together, uh, you know, is not a prescription for great looking skin.
2: Right, that's, that's, so that's certainly,
0: certainly true. true. The Vegas principle, where you lay out in the sun, and you bake, and you smoke, and you drink, are probably the worst thing you could do for your
5: skin. See, this is the place where I go with my business cards, and I go around, and I give it to everybody, and I say, please come by in three years. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: And then when they come by, there's another thing that I want to talk to you about is the dermal fillers. I mean, so when when women are starting them earlier and earlier, you know, there's, well, there's Botox, which is, I guess, one thing. That gets rid of the, the, the wrinkles. by. But then there's the fillers that plump up your face and exactly. your lips and whatever. Um, and I've never had Botox, but I have had uh, a little Juvederm. Mhm. Uh and it was pretty painless and you know when I I I think it did a little bit but I'm always go under um rather than over because when I see the women walking around that all look the same because they've got so much filler in their cheeks that they
5: they look plasticky it drives me crazy. So, so you know what I completely completely agree with you. Because, because, you know, I really think when it comes to fillers and most cosmetic things, less is better, less is more. And and you don't want to look done. You want to look good. You want to look like you know you had a good time. You had a nice vacation and you relaxed. You don't want people to say, oh my God, look at her lips. You know she looks like a duck. Yes. And unfortunately, <laughs> yes.
0: For me, I think they look like groupers. You know, I die Yeah, groupers. Yeah. Like it depends a grouper,
5: on you know, know coming out the hull of a ship. <laughs> it depends on whether you're underwater in Cancun or you know walking in New York City. We have ducks here in Central Park. And in Cancun, they have the groupers underwater but yeah it's the same kind of look so i think it's really important to be very conservative with fillers and my philosophy is always to do less and you can always put in more a week or two or three later rather than overdo it and then you can't take it out and people are stuck well i think
2: it's important to find the right doctor to administer this because some doctors will do whatever the patient's says that they want, even though it's not going to look good on the patient. Um, I mean, I, I always think that a, a doctor that's playing around with a, with a face has to be like an artist, and every face is different, and you want to enhance the face that you're looking at. It's not one size fits well, all. I,
5: I have a question for you. Yeah. Are you reading my mind? Because in all honesty, you're saying exactly the things that I would uh, say, you know. I think it's important, you know, to make somebody look natural. It's important to be conservative, and it's important to take the time to make them look really good. And, you know, men tend to be very rough. I I had somebody do my forehead once, and and, and I told him, he was a friend of mine, and I told him that if I did this to my patient, I would have an empty office because it just meant boom, 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 and, you know, it was painful. It uh, didn't feel good. It didn't do a whole lot. And 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 I just don't think that's the way to do things. I think you really have to kind of use some sense of aesthetics and try to figure out where to put that filler to make it look good. Yes. And yes. And, and then, you know, you, you really want to uh, uh, pay attention. And I want to tell you one more thing. If you do the face, it's really important to do the hands. Ah, Because when you look at a woman's face, okay, and then they raise their hand, you know, to move their hair in a sexy way, and you see that those hands look like a hundred years old, and the veins are bulging. Yeah, it's like goodbye, you know, good night.
2: No, well, you are reading my mind. People with the Mm -hmm. wrong hands, like the wrong parts on the wrong body. Well, mm-hmm. you were reading my mind, Dr. Juby, because this
1: was
5: one of my questions about using filler in the hands. So so filler in the hands is actually really, really, really helpful. I use a lot of radius, which is a natural substance. It's what makes up uh, teeth and bone in the skin, in the, in the body. Um, and, you know, they found a way to put it into a filler that's called radius. And radius in the hands is a beautiful, beautiful filler, and it can puff up and kind of plump up the skin. And make the hands look a whole lot younger. I had a patient once, you know, somebody who works on TV, who is a beautiful, petite, lovely blonde. And she had the hands of a truck driver. (laughs) And and it was just so horrible (laughs) that we just had to fix it. And, you know, it made a huge difference.
2: Yeah, well, you know, I look, um, you know, if you see Joan Rivers on television um, selling her product on QVC, and you show, you know, they always do close-ups into the hand. And her hands look very, very smooth, and obviously she's done something to them to make them look that way. Just, that's not natural for a woman uh, in her middle to late 70s
5: to have such good-looking hands. Well, you know what? Joan Rivers doesn't want to look natural. She wants to look good. She wants to look like Joan Rivers. Yeah. And Joan Rivers, you know, is over at the top in everything. Yeah. Why wouldn't her hands be over at the top? Yes. What, but, what you know, about... Yeah, I just wanted to say one more thing about the hands, that, you know, you can actually take out all the brown spots. But there are beautiful treatments. I do have treatment called photofacial, which is a different kind of laser light that takes out all the discoloration from the hands. And, you know, that can also make a very big difference. So you can make it plump, and you can make it uh, kind of, you know, even-toned. And that's the giveaway, the dead giveaway, you know, when people put their dark spotted hen you know next to their beautiful face with the, the uh skin uh you know you can you can see the difference so it's important to take care of it
2: Oh, yes there's so much <laughs> there's so many more questions i want to ask you. please you know i'm 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 happy to answer all the questions um so uh, so Uh, Maybe maybe when we come back from the break, we can talk about the neck because the neck is also a dead giveaway because you see so many women and they have uh, smooth, smooth faces and they look relatively good. And then you look down at the neck and either they haven't taken care of their neck by putting the proper creams on or that's just gravity and I don't know what you can do with that besides surgery. Well, and the chest,
0: the skin on the chest, um, I need to take us to break, Dr. Helman. I'd like to to revisit this question um, when sure. we get back from the break. Um, but I'd like to throw into the mix also the, and I don't know what you call it, the skin on your chest, like right above, you know, where your De- chest okay. is. The
5: décolleté, yes. yeah.
0: Decollete. That also gets all spotty and crepey, and you know. And I've seen, you know, after walking around Beverly Hills, you see all these women with the same faces because they go to the same three plastic surgeons. And then the minute you look at their neck or that decollete part, um, it's very different. So I would come back from the break. I would like to talk to you uh, and Linda about not only what we can do, but how to fade all the spots. If you're freckly like me, how to fade those spots. Uh, we are here today with Dr. Judith Hellman. She's a board-certified dermatologist from New York City. She does specialize in her anti-aging skin care and treatment. So I advise you guys to go check out her website, BigAppleSkin.com, because she does have a line of products that you can try, and I think um, they're, they're beautifully designed. I would love to try them. I haven't tried them yet. Um, but if you've missed... The first three quarters of our show You can pick us up on iTunes Under Powered Up Talk Radio Powered Up with Beck and Franklin You can also find us at toginet.com. All of our prior broadcasts are available Along with this one So if you're just tuning in And you've missed the first three segments With Dr. Hellman Because we covered a lot of great stuff And you want to be young and beautiful Which we all do um, When we come back from the break
4: We're going to talk about 8
1: We've got lots more powered up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages.
4: Welcome to Stop Raising Einstein with your host, Tara Kennedy Klein, Woohoo Radio Network's parenting show dedicated to helping you release the myth of the perfect parent and discover the unique brilliance in your child and you. Tara and her panel of amazing, intelligent, and sometimes off-the-wall guests will share the tips, tools, trends, and techniques available that will help you stop raising Einstein and start relishing your role as a proud and present parent. Join her every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time for Stop Raising Einstein, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network.
3: Are you the kind of parent who just wants their kids to live the life of their dreams? Well, grab your kids and join How to Raise a Millionaire Radio with Ann Morgan James and Jack James. It's a lively interview and call-in show, Thursday, 6 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. This dynamic mother and son team are on a mission. They want to empower kids to dream big and go after those dreams with gusto. They want to fill the world with kid entrepreneurs. Are your kids ready for success? Don't miss their fun annex, lively guests, and discussions. For more on Ann and Jack and their show, check out their website, howtoraisamillionaire.com. Then join the conversation of lively interviews and call-ins, and let's give our kids the tools and encouragements they need to build a future they can bank on, no matter what the economy throws their way. It's How to Raise a Millionaire Radio with Ann Morgan James and Jack James. Thursdays, 6 p.m. Central, on the Rockstar Radio Network.
1: We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin.
0: This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin. And our guest today has been Dr. Judith Hellman. We liked her so much, we're going to keep her for another segment. What do you say, Linda?
2: I think that's an excellent idea. There's, we, we, we need all the help we can get.
5: Well, thank you. I'm, I'm so, I'm so uh, flattered. So, I, so I, I want to say something. While we were on yes. break, I went to my website, which is BigAppleSkin.com, as you said, and I went under photo facial under laser surgery in the photo gallery so there's a photo gallery underneath which you can go into laser surgery and there's a, a section called photofacial. facial and one of the pictures there shows um a chest before and after photofacial. facial and that's exactly the topic you brought up about you know the chest looking uh spotty and aging and that's another area that kind of uh, contrasts the face if the face looks good so, if you want to see you know what it looks like before and after the treatment, I think you will be very um, very surprised how much you can do with this. And then there's also a picture of some hands before and after, and that's also showing you know what a difference in age it makes when the hands look clear of those brown spots. So basically bronze spots don't belong on chest or on hands. They belong on giraffes or some other animal. <laughs> yes. And what about
2: what about that the the neck? I mean that that's always that's a that's a tough place. I know that uh, some people are doing injections into the neck but that kinda of scares me.
5: So, now, I will tell you, you know, I mean, if you keep going, you know, in the same area of the photo gallery, there's a picture of a person, I did the neck before and after the treatment. And it looks really great, but I would be the last person to say that this is a typical improvement. The neck is very tough because on the face, you know, you have a bone structure and it keeps the skin from hanging to the floor. But on the neck, there's no stopping. It can just keep going down and down. <laughs> gravity
2: just has its way gravity with
5: it. just has nothing opposing it at all. So, therefore, the neck is very difficult to lift because there's nothing to kind of, you know, hang it onto. However, if you really want to do something without surgery, there are skin tightening treatments. One of them is the same old re-firm skin tightening that we talked about for the face, that actually works fairly well for the neck. And another one is, uh, you know, using one of these fractionated lasers that have little downtime, but they do produce micro spots, micro wounds in the skin. Mm. And again, the skin thinks it has to heal itself, right? It has to make collagen to make it better. So therefore, it tightens up, and that's how you actually get some tightening without surgery. The truth is, if you want to make a neck look really good, you've got to find a good surgeon and put yourself under yeah. So, so I, I tell people again, I tell people, you know, if they have a little bit of a problem, it can be treated. If it's a big problem, I tell them to put their money into some better use.
0: Hey, yeah. Dr. Hellman, for somebody like me who's in their 40s, mm-hmm. what would you recommend a daily skincare regime would be, and how would that change for somebody in their 50s? Like, and I have really dry so, skin.
5: First of all, you know, my own philosophy with skincare is less is better. Because when you give somebody to use 10 products in the morning and 15 other ones at night, the chances though, that they will actually do it are very, very slim. So I I like to use one good cleanser, i like to use one good moisturizer or serum. Now, if your skin is more oily, you don't need a moisturizer all the time. You only need a moisturizer when you feel it's dry. If your skin is dry, then you need a daily moisturizer, and it could be something like the Q10, or it could be something that contains glycolic acid or vitamin C, one of those just general good healthy ingredient moisturizers. And that would be enough, you know, for like a morning routine. At night, you want to cleanse your skin. And then you may want to put something a little bit, you know, more substantial, like a thicker serum or cream overnight and something under the eyes. The eyes are very important. It's very, very uh, fragile skin. And the hyaluronic um, acid that we talked about before, which I use in this plumping eye serum, is very, very good at keeping the moisture there. And you want to know another one of my secrets? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, but I wouldn't tell you otherwise. Okay. So my other secret is that you can put the eye serum on the upper lip. Because in women the upper lip and the eyes are the first to go. And so if you Yeah, see? So if if you do that, you know, then even if you smoke and even if you do all those other bad things, at least you restore some of that stuff to the skin and it will wake up in the morning looking better and plumper. Now when you get a little bit older You may need a little bit more of a heavy-duty cream. You may need different ingredients, like vitamin C is important for collagen production. So in your 50s, you might need to change the stuff that you use. Not only that you need to change it with age, but you also need to change it every season. So in the summer, you want to use something light like serums and lotions. In the winter, you want to use uh, heavier creams or even ointments in certain areas like the elbows, the hands, feet. And so so you have to really kind of revisit your skincare not only every decade or every five years even, but also every season. And of course, no. if you live in L.A. or New York, it makes a difference.
0: That's true. That's very true. When I when I'm by coastal I can feel a big difference. I'm going to ask one more question for me. Um, my kids are six and nine, and the, the high desert in which we live is so dry. And they get rough, dry patches. They're boys. They will not. I can't even hold them still long enough to, um, you know, to get any cream on them. I've been dumping like Neutrogena, sesame oil, and you know, or coconut oil, whatever I can throw in the tub with no soap to coat them. Mm. Do you have any better ideas on how to Get boys' skin at this age uh, under control? You know, they're it's, very it's not, like the me.
5: truth is it's not easy. But if you can, uh, you know, Neutrogena actually has a bath oil that you can actually put in the bath water. And you can okay. actually even mix it with their soap so they won't have two things. And they will not notice the difference. So while you're putting the soap on, you're actually putting some moisture onto the skin. Wonderful. And, of course, you can do what I used to do when I had to cut my my son nail when he was a baby, which is throw him around until he falls asleep and then <laughs> do it on the slide so you can do it at night.
0: Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah, that's true while they're asleep because I've got in there with chapstick while they're sleeping because they get that joker rash, you know, around See? their lips from licking in the summer or in the winter out uh-huh, here.
5: Uh huh. Uh huh. Absolutely.
0: Um, yeah, it's really, that's a, that's a tough one. Um, what is your take on chapsticks for the lips?
5: You know, I think it's uh, important to protect the lips. It's important to put some kind of sun protection and some kind of um, moisture protection on it. Uh, Whether it's ChapSticks or another brand doesn't matter. But there are a lot of brands now where they put some SPF into their product. And if you don't like the taste of the SPF, well, you know, just got to buy a better tasting brand. But, yes, I think (laughs) it's it's important to protect the lips. Yeah.
2: I have one last question for you, um, Doctor. Um, you read all of the research and you, you see all the new things that are coming down the pike. Is there something that is, is on the verge of, of breaking into the market but hasn't yet that you're excited about?
5: You know, there there are some products that I'm really curious and interested in that haven't been FDA approved. Uh, There is a uh, radio frequency skin tightening device that has not been approved, but I know they are using it overseas and I hope they will approve it here because it can do wonders and radio frequency is colorblind so it can be used on dark skin. Mm -hmm. And also there are different kinds of uh, machines that they are trying to, technology that they are trying to work on in terms of um, kind of like fat reduction without lipo. And, and the existing technology is okay, but it's not great. Yeah. And, and so I'm hoping that in the next few years, something really effective and, and real and not painful will come down the line. That's what I'm looking for.
2: Okay, well, if you're looking for it we're looking for <laughs> we're looking
5: for it too Yes I know for all, that for all of us
2: yes, I know that you know there are such machines with with great claims out there now, but um I don't think that they're really doing what they say that they're going to do.
5: no, and again, you know, I think you know people get very frustrated because they put out a lot of money, they put in a lot of time to go to these treatments, and then at the end of the uh, period of treatment, they don't see a big difference, and they feel like you know they've been cheated. And I think that's a very bad feeling, and I think patients should never walk away feeling that they did not get something for their money or that their hopes were kind of quashed. So you have to tell people kind of up front, you know, this is realistic, this is not realistic, this is worth, you know, putting your effort and money into, this is not really worth it. And sometimes there are certain things, if I'm not sure about the treatment, I will just say to someone, look, I can try it. I I had a lady who is very, very... um, She's, she's kind of she. She has diabetes. She's not well, and she really wanted fillers. And I said, look, I'm not sure if it will do do what you expect it to do, but I will try it if you're willing to risk some money. And she said she is willing to do it. And we we filled her uh, nasolabial lines with radius, and it turned out wonderful. But I told her right ahead of time that if she's not going to be happy, if it doesn't look good, she shouldn't go for it. Right, so
2: and this. And these treatments, I mean, they're not cheap. With the fillers, you pay by the by the syringe, right? Absolutely, fillers yeah. go by the syringe. Yes. So you know, it's so that you you know, you don't want to put in uh, so little that you can't see a difference. So it, it's really uh, you're putting your, yourself in the hands of the doctor just so that they know the right amount because.
5: But, you know, it's, it's kind of, you know, everything depends, you know, everything depends on who's doing what and what they put into it. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what you want to do is aim the treatment at the person's budget, at the person's preferences, and really make sure I ask people, you know, do you have a budget? They say, yes, I can only afford one syringe. I'll make sure that I put it in the strategically most crucial spots. Great. If they don't have a budget, then, you know, the sky is the limit.
2: Well you you are you are terrific and and I am going to uh you you've come you came to us through a great recommendation and Acres at Glow magazine and I will continue that uh talking about you uh, on my social network cuz you know you're you're a lovely lady and you really know, you know you know your stuff and you're out there to make people um feel good look good
5: um and it's about the patients it's not about you and I love that Absolutely. Well, Thank you so much and I looked on your website and I love all the charities that you do. Oh, thank and I think you. It's really terrific, you know, and, and you're quite a person. Well, thank you. And I really you. enjoy talking about this stuff, Susan. Thank you for giving me the chance.
2: It's our pleasure, and we will have you back to talk about more.
5: <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Sandra.
0: Absolutely. Okay, girls, I'm going to take us to the end of the show. I want to thank you, Dr. Hellman, for giving us your time today. Dr. Hellman can be found at Big Apple Skin, just like New York City is the Big Apple, BigAppleSkin.com. She has her own product line. She has her own uh, dermatology practice in New York City. She's also an associate professor of dermatology at Mount Sinai Hospital. So you don't get much better than that. Uh, for those of you who listen to our show today, we are going to have Dr. Hellman back uh, later in the year. So please feel free to send us your questions and your comments. You can send it directly to Sandra at Powered Up Talk Radio. Or Linda at PoweredUpTalkRadio.com. We have covered the gamut of skincare, everything from fillers to um, different things that we can do for our skin to protect us from anti aging. So check us out on iTunes if you missed the earlier segments of today's show.
1: We're so glad you joined us for Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Sandra Beck, Los Angeles-based single mother and technology company owner, knows what it's like to be fit, funny, and fantastic in your 40s. Linda Franklin, a New Yorker with a successful marriage and prominent career, is the brains behind the real cougar woman. She shares her wisdom, grace, and laugh-out-loud opinions based on her stellar successes, both in the financial world and in her personal life. Check out our website, powered up with beckandfranklin.com and and join us next week for another great conversation. We're here every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, right here on toganet.com.